Hey you guys, so I'm doing a completely total different thing today. I'm just doing voice recordings and this is going to be saved in my drafts. <sighs> I'm mad. I am completely internally deeply rooted, dis sort of somewhat disgusted mad. Why am I somewhat sort of disgusted, mad at that? Is It is because I love my man. I love my man. But my man is going through, I guess, changes. And although he's older than me by a strong nine years, it is very, albeit disturbing to me and disappointing that by him being that much more older than me, that he's still so delayed and oftentimes feel like he's younger than me in a way. And... I don't know what else to do and how else to take it. I know that ultimately it's really actually not my responsibility. But what can you say? Because as a woman, as females, when we love, we love for real. And we are willing to do just about any and everything. Um, and yes, for some of us within reason to help them, especially when you see everything that's transpiring and happening and you have the answer perfectly at that to help fix it and they push you away. And because I've experienced it so much with him throughout um, the dynamic of our relationship the last year and a half, two years of our relationship. We've been together going on four years come the end of this year. And I have to say that I'm tired. And I'm absolutely and utterly okay with not truly putting my all and effort into really dynamitely helping. It's like, you got it, my boy. <laughs> you got it. If this is what you want to do as a man, as a male, especially in this society, a black man at that, in a familial dynamic, and you want to do it all by yourself, I can't do shit else to help you fix it because you refuse to listen 100% to my wise counsel as your helpmate and with that being said i love you today yesterday tomorrow and most likely forever always but today i'm taking a stance and i'm just saying i'm okay but i do trust in the universe in spirit that because 
as a black man, a strong one at that. But he's not because he's not completely a, a fluke and a flake that he will figure it out and he will get it straight. In the meantime, I am choosing to rely on me. Not me, me in the flesh, me, but me, me in the inner side of me, the inner woman, the inner man, me, the spirit, me, the universal, me, the supported me. I'm going to focus on that. And that's truly and honestly what I and my children mostly need um, at this time in our lives, in our journey. And I'm okay with that. I'm finding peace in this, this moment. Now, granted, of course, human nature, in the next moment, I may be in my feelings. Because again, you guys, I love this man. And we're in a relationship. We're building something. We're trying to, you know. And um, it's just a lot that's happening. And... All I can say is, I'm okay. I am okay. I'm okay. Now, to move forward in this talk, I am a part of this cool group called Delusional Intentions. And it is about being absolutely delusional about what you want to manifest because what you want to manifest is not actually impossible but being able to achieve the possible knowing that the impossible or what the world considers impossible all it's saying is that I am possible so I am possible to be able to create everything Everything I want and desire. And if I think it's fake, then that's not what I want. That's not what I desire. Or that's not the route, the route that I want to go about getting that. Um, or I'm open and being willing to be shocked and surprised. Then <clears throat> debunked about that thing. So I'm open to all of those endless delusional thought processes to overcome my delusional blockages with that being said I did not get to journal last night because my kids I am a mom and I'm a mom of five amazing beautiful smart children and my oldest doesn't usually listen like he's supposed to, but we're working on it. And my youngest two are just wild animals. <laughs> and then my middle two are going through female puberty. So I have three different sets of strong energies pulling on me. On top of me needing me. And then this man that I'm in a dynamic with 
teeter-tottering within his own self in needing, wanting, and loving and respecting me, let alone himself. And it wasn't easy. And I didn't get any rest and any sleep last night. And it bothered me because I haven't been getting proper rest and sleep last night for the past couple of nights, I should say, for some weeks now. And that doesn't make me happy. So with that being said, this felt good. This felt free. This was Journal for Delusional Intentions, day one. And I'm going to continue to do this. Stay tuned. Hey guys, so it's me again and I'm coming back for day two of my journal entry diary for Delusional Intentions. And I just have to say that this light and this love of mine feels so motherfucking real so motherfucking powerful and so motherfucking great when i say it feels so good to stand 10 toes down and the palms of my feet my foot to the ground in this feels so powerful so alive so lively so magnetic and you know just amazing okay i just have to say that to come across two really strong blockages for me has been the most healing and the most freeing of any process I've been on in this existence for self-mastery and growth and um, elevation, okay? Now, the two blockages that I'm talking about specifically for me is the blockage of heavy frustration, they call it decision fatigue, but it's definitely heavy frustration, especially when it comes to um, one's creativity. What do I mean? I personally feel like I'm very creative. And if I be quite frank and honest, I think I am the most creative person in the world to myself. I feel and believe strongly in my heart that I have the ability to do all types of different creative things that I would ever come across, have ever seen, and will ever see and know and experience. But the fatigue in the decision comes from the fact that I never knew nor understood which direction I wanted to go in with the creativity other than being in love, going to work and making money, and having kids. Those were my three main creative abilities that I knew hands down. I got that shit. I know how to love motherfucking people. I know how to go to a job and make me some bread. I even know how to make bread for my damn self. It may not be perfect, 
but I know how to do that thing. And then, shit, making kids and raising them, it's really not that hard, but it can be straining at times when, yes, you don't have consistent help or stability, okay? And we all know that in the life of life, life be life in. So, because I know those are my three staples of creativity, creative measures, I operated that, operated in that energy and that flow a lot in my life. I have been in love a few different times. I am currently in a relationship and I am very much in love. I am evolving in that um, for myself. I have five beautiful, amazing, opinionated as children. And on top of that, I know how to go to work and make some bread. And I also have started up my own business on a spiritual aspect where I have also made means to some ends. But when it came to branching out my creative measures beyond those three staples I always came against some type of blockage and that blockage was frustration because I couldn't actively choose and decide which one was the best route of action for myself in my life because when it's all said and done my passion is in my lifestyle my primal nature is in my peace and what that looks like and how I want that to be an experience for me. So anytime I would think to experience some form of creativity beyond the three staples that I know for a fact I got that down pat. I have always came and bumped against it because it would be frustrating because now I know deep down inside I have to take the time that it measures to truly accomplish the type of primal raw need love and passion in my peace and my money in that direction. And I learned that I did not want to take the time out to do that, to research that, to figure that out and branch off into that and really determine and decide for myself, is that a thing I really align with or not? I never truly ever took the time out to do that thing. And that's a problem. But it's also a win for me. Problem because it has always hindered me from truly being me. Good thing for me because now I know what it takes to really achieve greatness for me. Because I understood what was blocking and hindering me, which was me. It had nothing to do with 
I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not capable enough. But everything to do with application of my own time, my own passion, my own love, my own energy to that thing to thrive or to see if that creation can thrive in all of the experience. I love that for me. I absolutely love that for me. Now, I've broken that down. The second thing that was a blockage for me was not being honest and embracing and then acting and operating in actively and yes, in a healthy manner my God complex mentality. Y'all, I've always had a secret God complex and I kept it under lock and key from young because I quickly saw and realized how so many people directly and intimately around me was not prepared nor ready for me. So that created a complex and a box that I also created around myself for me safety-wise to protect me. Because if my friends and my family from young cannot or struggle with aligning with what comes naturally to me, which is my God complex energy, then what makes me think the world is truly prepared and ready for me? And so I hid and I crunched down and I hide and I and I I got gobbled up and grabbed up all of my energy that creates my God complex nature. And I stuffed it and and quenched it and squeezed it and held it tight deep, deep, deep down on the inside recesses of me. Because guess what? the world is not ready for me and if the world is not ready for me my friends who chose to love me and know me outside of my family my family who we chose each other to exist as blood in this existence if none of y'all are ready for me then how can I be ready for me by me So I hid inside myself and now I say I'm free. No more will I hide from me. No more will I crunch down and and bow down and squeeze down and block down and anything down about me, for me, for anybody. Whether they are ready and open and willing to know me, learn me, hear me, see me, feel me, experience all that is key, all that is lavish, all that is me. That has absolutely nothing to do with me. And that is peace to me.
Hey you guys, so it's me and I am back again today for day three of my journal entry for my delusional intentions diary. And I just want you guys to know that this is probably my favorite portion of my podcast right now. Reason being because it is challenging me, it is expanding me, it is stretching me. And it is causing me to grow up in such a surprising way to me. It is literally 526 in the morning, my time, you guys. And that's something that lavish, key, Kiara, no parts of me has ever been okay with. Except when I knew that I signed up for basic training in the military when I graduated out of high school. Anywho, yay me. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to celebrate the small little wins. But the reason for this segment for day three, as I was laying in the bed with my partner, And we positioned our bodies in a way that was supporting the opposite opposite side of our body. His feminine side was supporting me and my masculine side was supporting him. And then we shifted and it was vice versa. All of this after we both kind of assisted each other throughout the middle of the night with our two smallest babies this segment is gonna be full transparency full disclosure okay if you've listened to a couple of episodes back not under this particular um portion of my podcast which is the delusional intentions but the one topic where I discussed about the matrix and you know the mind of it all and everything if you've listened to that you definitely already know the transitions that I'm experiencing in short but I am about to give you guys in day three of my delusional intentions diary full throttle disclosure we live in a very dope but old and raggedy fucking house how is it dope lavish But yet, it's old and raggedy. I'm going to explain to y'all why. So just keep your ears to it. When me and my partner met. And we started talking, fucking, dating. He was already here in a roommate situation. I then got pregnant with our first child together. And he moved me and my three oldest children in with him in the roommate situation house. 
Now, it was spacious enough, but it was not enough room. Of course, he's doing his best at that time per him being a man and what has to be done based on the changes and shifts that was now occurring in our lives together overall, which is baby is here on board. We had no real issues with the home. But over the course of our relationship, a lot of things started to transpire and happen. Yes, I found out that he has stepped out of our relationship unbeknownst to me quite a few different times now i'm going to be very quite honest and frank i am bisexual i love women so truthfully he did not have to do that and that was a very hard time in our relationship for quite some time on top of that i went from being pregnant once to being pregnant twice one behind the other experiencing all of that and then on top of that my son was fully throttled in his puberty and he was showing and expressing signs of anger of rage And it was very, very hard to get through to him myself as his mom on top of being pregnant. We're also a blended family. He has children before me. I have children before him. And we're trying to blend together and do this thing. On top of that, we opened up ourselves also to having a potential third partner or third energy within our dynamic on an intimate level. So we had a mixture of all these things going on over the last course of two and a half, three years of our relationship. We are getting ready to hit year four come this October, 2023. And I kid you not, you guys, at one point in time, I could not understand for the life of me, why was I going through all of these changes? Now, granted, when we make certain decisions in our life and our experiences, we experience the results from those decisions. When we connect and we bond and we align with different individuals, um, different groups of people, and so forth, we experience the results of those decisions. No matter how it looks, no matter what it feels like, we're experiencing them. So my experience emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically, physically 
was not the greatest of at all because in the midst of all of that my relationship was on a roller coaster decline upheaval decline upheaval then we balanced out decline upheaval decline upheaval we balanced out decline 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 upheaval 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 you get the drift okay i'm not even fun to keep going but that's what was happening then with my son it was the same thing on top of me as a woman as a mom as a partner being in the middle of my son and my mate and they're having a hard time because biologically that's not his daddy biologically that's not my son but we know that we love you we know that to be connected to you is to be connected to each other and so there was hit and misses and then connects and then hit and misses and then connects and again you get my drift with that as well on top of i have four daughters and I am a high priestess, a goddess, a wild woman. I am to never be contained. And I have given birth to four young ladies that are exactly the same way in their own personalities and energies. So now I have two daughters that are experiencing puberty right behind the other because I've already had two children back to back many years ago. So I have a 9 and a 10 year old that is experiencing puberty, pre-puberty I should say. And we all know with girls, we mature faster, but we have emotions. So I have been dealing with the chaos of emotions, feminine wise, masculine wise, and familial wise. And I am caught in the middle of all of that as a woman, as a divine feminine as my own entity and power that shit ain't easy y'all okay and i just have to give the full disclosure i don't give a fuck what anybody says in the real world this shit ain't easy and it will drive you up the wall because i promise you you guys i experienced multiple bouts of depression from postpartum to general depression to anxiety to different upheavals of bouts of rage and aggression you name it i experienced it i felt it i had that on top of also experiencing mood swings and thoughts of suicide okay i told y'all this is full disclosure so y'all just flow with it because this shit is about to is about to be real it's about to be deep so it's so many different mixtures of energies that's going on it's so many mixtures of chaos that's being experienced and there was no order to it so here i am as the divine feminine leading energy and as we have to close out this chapter because now to catch you guys up we have to move and we were given less than two months to leave where we currently are now key 
you said the house is dope, but it's old and raggedy, and you still didn't explain to us yet again what makes it old and raggedy. But you told us everything that you're going through. Yes, full disclosure. Okay, well, here you go. We have been living in a home that it had so much great potential to be dope, beyond dope, vintage. But there are so many open holes and cracks to the point that it kept falling apart. The house started to decay. And it continued to decay no matter how much my mate rearranged and redid the entire house. No matter how many rituals I did to shift the energy and the spiritual move in the atmosphere of the house. It continued to take a decline and decay. And as I started to pay attention to that why is this house decaying decaying in a way where rats can get in because it's the underneath the house is so many open holes like holes y'all holes in it and the tub is starting to sink in to the house to the bottom of it um Wasp and bees are coming into the house through the roof, the ceiling, in the kitchen, through the light fixtures. There is spiders and ants and other types of insectual creatures that sneak in and make home in the different rooms of the house. And the worst part of it all that really just denotes its decay is the roaches y'all it's the roaches and i and again this is a no judgment zone okay because that was not the issue at all when i met him and when he moved me and the kids in It became that way. But we're very clean people. And we kept that house. Beautified. From flowers to smell good. To bleach. And sweep. And mop. And scrub. You name it. We did it. Dusting. All of it. And still. It continued to decay. It continued to die. The house. Energetically. Spiritually and then in the natural physically. And because my family lives in this home, as the house continued to decay, that energy was wrapped around my children, wrapped around me, wrapped around him, wrapped around our relationship, wrapped around everything. And no matter how much we created better, the house's energy manifested death and decay. Damn, Key. <laughs> Lavish, what the hell? Why didn't y'all just move and leave? Well, because we had became complacent. No, we were not okay 
with the roaches but we had allowed ourselves to get so comfortable that we were worried about so many other things that was less important and we were so disconnected within ourselves individually as well as together that we were not working as a team as a family and even as a couple listening one to another emotionally mentally spiritually energetically socially physically to be able to shift before we were even forced out of this home so the universe had to give us a swift kick in the butt through the landlord by giving us less than two months to get the fuck out this home and i'm gonna tell y'all something y'all i'm not even mad because i manifested this because this house as beautiful as i saw the life that it could have provided the life that we could have had in it it had way too much death energy and nothing could be resurrected because each and every single last one of us had our own individual traumas that that house revealed through its death energy through its decaying energy it unearthed the death and the decay that was in residing in each of us individually and collectively as a whole the point of this particular segment of my delusional intentions diary journal entry is to share and express in full disclosure being mindful and being purposeful and being intentional that's not a word but whatever we're gonna go with it and delusionally at that where you rest in your home where you choose to habitate now we're leaving in the next two weeks and quite frankly, I'm excited. My kids are excited to leave. No matter where we're going, no matter what we're doing, we're excited to leave here. We're excited to get away from death. And to finally experience the next stage and phases of our life. The next transition, the next light, the next life. Because we had experienced death and different levels of death and decay for the last three and a half years. We were in the seedling phase. We were in the breaking out and sprouting phase. And now that we are getting ready to transition into sprouting and evolving and growing then we'll be able to blossom and bloom and see the fruits of now that labor that we experienced by learning all that we had to learn and experience through the death and decay by staying in this home now i don't know if a lot of you know but if you've seen homes that are completely empty 
condemned and damned and left broken no family is living in it and it has it has been sitting there for quite a minute i want to express and share to you guys the download that i got while laying with my partner this morning and coming out here to record this segment of my entry that anytime the last family that has resided in that home has left regardless of what the outcome is with them typically the house has done its job and now it can lay to rest when me and my family leave you guys this home will die completely it will transition into energetically the all to be repurposed to be refreshed and then giving its new mission whether it decides to incarnate into another dimension or back here but in a different location that is what it will do because i believe everything has an energy and this house very much has its own energy and it has experienced all that it could family wise people wise energetically wise and clearly for a time being it was not loved and taken care of for quite some time and when me and my children moved in with my mate he was taking care of it by himself because his roommates was not helping. They were, for the most part, nasty, filthy, and that aided in the death and decay of the home. And he was the only one taking care of it. So me coming with my kids and me assisting him in keeping the life and love in that home and bringing back some type of juice to it we did the best we could and the house was appreciative for what it could do and what was done but because emotionally it also uprooted a lot of things in us individually as well as together it realized that yes that's what comes with people living in it but it had no more left of it to give but it was grateful for what we could provide with what we did as best as we could it saw effort and it gave the, gave the best effort it could and it held out the decay and the death as much as it could but now it's ready to go the home is ready to die a honorable death as much as possible and I know y'all was like, how the hell can it die an honorable death with all the roaches that you saying that was up in there? I never expressed how much it was, but just know, y'all, it's bad, okay? Absolutely bad. And I did say it's full disclosure, so I'm going to express because it's no shame. Because that was the stage we were in, and we did everything in our power we could to take care of the home and get rid of the death and the decay. So, if anybody tuned up, they knows like they ain't never experienced no damn roaches. Fuck you. Anyway. So, with that being said, it was bad to the point that, yes, they started getting in our food. They started dropping from the ceiling. And they started crawling in our beds. And no matter what we did, the roaches continued to defy our magic 
that let me know that the death and the decay of the home it was settled it had decided what it had decided and it was not taking it back it had allowed the roaches to overrun in this power so that meant yes it was time for us to go and i'm glad that the universe opened the door and the portal for us to do so and we will be leaving in two weeks and i am so grateful so grateful now In this transition, when we leave, the home will fully die its full death. And as I was stating, when you see homes that are completely abandoned and now also abandoned and condemned, dilapidated, it died. The energy is no longer there, which means it will either be left there and that is the house's grave or it will be torn down, transmuted, purified, and cleansed for a new life to be reborn and, and given. The energy can be repurposed. So, that is what initially will transpire with this home when me, my children, and my maid shift. Choose wisely the homes you stay in. When you are house hunting, apartment hunting, I don't give a shit. It is so imperative because homes and apartments hold weight. They hold energy. They hold light. They hold power. And you have to actively choose and decide what power in that home you want to align with and if it is resonant with you and you with it we were able to reside here because there was something about all of us each individually as well as together that honestly connected and aligned with the death and the decay that's why over the course of the three years it was able to enhance because again it unearthed and uprooted a lot of hidden things but because we all genuinely have good hearts and good energy regardless of what was hidden on the dark side not evil side dark side shadow side we still shined some light as best we could and that's all that really mattered in the midst of it all so now we have hope we have faith and we can create from it. In my next segment, journal entry, because this is part one, I'm going to come back with a part two. I am going to invite my sister, who is a home improvement spiritual woman. She is phenomenal, y'all, with the hammer. She renovates homes. She helps to remodel and build homes. She is her own business. She is her own company with her, along with her husband. And she is phenomenal. She is amazing. And I have 
asked her to join me to discuss more in detail this topic in part two of today's journal entry because I want to dive more deeper into this. I gave my perspective intuitively based on my experience and the download that Spirit has given. And now I'm going to have someone who's more of an expert on it, both physically, energetically, and spiritually. And I hope that when you guys listen to all of this, my delusional intentions, journal entries, and all the segments that come with it, that you will gain some amazing, juicy pieces, nuggets that will shift your magic, your mind, your spirit, and cause you to rise, to reign, and to soar in so many great ways. Because I know that my heart is expanding and I am creating a new foundation for a new spirit, a new call, a new action, a new journey, a new everything for a new timeline and a new dimension that me and my men and my children and myself, we will all fucking experience. Why? Because I am the rise of the divine feminine and I am the foundational power and energy of creation. Hey, I'm in my Tefiti shit. I've already done my Taka. See y'all on my next entry. Peace, y'all. Mwah. Hey, y'all. So it's me again. It's Lavish, and I am coming back. With day four of my journal entry for delusional intentions. I just have to say and express that everything keeps feeling more and more optimal, more and more brighter, more and more open and evolving and just awesome i say that because i'm not gonna lie y'all transparency again an honest moment in the process of all things shifting and changing and i am aligning and manifesting an even greater life than i have ever experienced at any given one moment throughout the entire existence of my life I had a very aha, oh shit, okay. I really didn't think that, but damn, it makes sense moment. (laughs) Why I said all of that? Well, because the moment that I had was sitting here in my, my current home space that, again, I've shared where shifting from. And I had a, I had a moment when it came to finances. I did. 
And I don't typically like to share and express out loud or with anyone about the different blockages on any level when it comes to financial with anyone, not even my mate, to be honest. I really don't like to talk money with anyone. I just like to do what's what's supposed to be done and I like to just make whatever I need to make and it just be there and that's it and it's done. I don't want to stress. I want to think about it. I don't want to break it down to the molecular value of the circumference of nothing when it comes to finances, when it comes to wealth, income, economics, none of it. Don't want to think about it because thinking about it to me feels like stress. It feels like I'm overdoing it, overthinking. It feels like I'm overcompensating or begging or asking in a way that makes me feel like, well, am I not allowed access to it? Like, if I just up and grab it and take it, I feel like I should have that right in my perspective, per se, especially when it's my portion. If it is mine, then give it to me. If it is mine, then I should have divine right and access to it. I should not have to ask and beg and cry and plead and pray about shit that belongs to me per se and personally so i really had that aha moment for me and i have to say that that creates a lot of different tumultuous emotions in me because i'm happy and free because I, I released that up out of me. But in the same breath in token, I'm also not exactly quite ecstatic or happy as most people would like to try to transpire to call it. Because at the end of the day, again, it's mine. It belongs to me. And if I if it's mine, I should have access to it willingly and freely without question and without permission i'm tired of being in a space of feeling like i'm asking anyone for permission and that has been something that i have been breaking away from and healing on this aspect and and portion and phase of my journey uh my shifting my growing my evolving i'm putting myself in a space, in a mindset, in a energy, an alignment of frequency, a vibration that says that I don't have to ask permission from anyone, not even myself. Because if it is mine, then it belongs to me. And if it belongs to me, then I have direct access to it. And if I have direct access to it, then I should be alive, allowed and allotted to use it as I see fit, when I see fit, for what I see fit for it for. And that's just it. No ifs, ands, no questions, no buts about it. That's where I'm at with it. That's where I want to continue to evolve and grow in with it for me. Within, yes, healthy, relatable reasons. Because I don't want to tap into some shit that does not belong directly to me. Things that, yes, I have to have permission for belongs to other beings. But what's mine, I'm not asking for. I'm not begging. It belongs to me.
So free my shit and give it to me. Is what I am now waking up every day and actively approaching myself in that energy. Actively activating my worth, my light, my love, my joy, my peace, my value, my everything that is me in that energy. I am learning to not hold myself back anymore and box my feelings, box my desires, my hungers, my quenches, my anything. I'm not boxing it in. So now that I have come across this download for myself and actively healed the blockage in that moment, now I'm looking forward. I'm, look, I'm looking and expecting the results. More so expecting the results of breakthrough because of such. Because in that moment, that just made me feel like that was all it took. Right then and there, in that moment. To break the cycle. To break it off. To release. To unshackle it. To shatter it. To set it all off. Be made free. Release. Release and then reach. Reach for what I know belongs to me with open, wide arms, smile, happy face, heightened and elevated joy and vibrations and energy, just welcoming it, welcoming it all to me. Light bulb moment, <laughs> if you please. So, that. Is another level of emotion and evolvement. And I can't wait to see the results that is coming to me because of it. Like, the masterpiece is so unreal, but so real, but it's so real and unreal at the same time. And I get it. And that's free. That's free for me. Thank you guys, as always, for joining me and just listening to my journey, finding tidbits and nuggets and words of wisdoms and pockets of joy in my speeches, in my messages, in my sharing moments, my, my, transpar my transparency and my, my vulnerability, my vulnerable moments. Allowing me to share that with you when you're joining in. As my podcast continues to grow and I continue to share and I continue to elevate and you guys continue to experience and express in the same likeness. I too express love for you. Joy for your days. That not only are they long in such amazing and grand ways, but long and fulfilling. Long and fulfilling, short but sweet, fiery and bright, yet calm and cool breeze. The balance of light and love and darkness and everything in between. Because that is the spice and the variety of everything that we are meant to endure and uphold and experience. 
One side is no more important than the other. No growth is more important than the other. And I express much gratitude to you all for your love and expressing my own. And all of the blessings and the elevation that you will experience come forward. Ashe, I give thanks and so it is. It is done. Peace. Have a great day, y'all. Lavish out. Hey, 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 y'all. So it's your girl, Lavish, and I am back with another episode for my delusional intentions diary i know it's been about two almost maybe three weeks since i last recorded my last episode and i'm just back because in those two to three weeks there have been so many changes that have gone on some good some what we would consider not so good and unexpected but I'm okay with those decisions that are a part of the process because it's for my growth it's for my elevation and I'm happy about it all the way around regardless so let's just dive right on in because again I'm just sharing my journey I have given all transparency I have shared every aspect of this part of my growth and my elevation and my process just saw 111 my timing and I just have to honestly say that I am in such a better space emotionally and mentally because I have allowed myself to release such a tightrope hold onto the things that in the present moment of my life did not want to be in alignment with me and I have to share and I have to say this because as of right now a part of my journey me and my partner has decided to just take a break we're gonna just be friends we're gonna be friends and we're gonna raise our kids and we're going to co-parent and we're going to coexist, cohabitate, whatever that looks like for us in a healthy manner without imputing upon and infringing upon each other's spirit. It's working out as well as could be. And I think that honestly, the energy is refreshing for him and for me. What it will do as an end result, two, two, two. <laughs> he nor I know. I know what he says. I know what he wants. I know what I say and I know what I want, but ultimately the goal and the intention right now is to just focus on our own inner man, inner woman's health, mind, body, soul, growth, and when the timing is right, should we come back around to it and grow from there together, put all that together and build some more, and then we can, we will, we should, or not, and I'm allowing myself to be perfectly okay with that outcome and once upon a time I couldn't put myself in that space to do that but 
when you've done all that you know you could for the level that you were in, at and the dimensions you were in, it is okay to simply just walk away. Let what you created be what it is, what it was, and go off and explore. Go off and stimulate yourself. Go off and live. You know, breathe. And I just saw three through three again. It's nothing but confirmations and breadcrumbs from spirit just aligning with what I'm saying is in alignment. Go off and be free to be. You know, it's okay to feel safe in your own energy once again without someone consistently being around and all up under and in your spirit and you and theirs. And that's a blessing. One thing I do want to share that spirit gave me as a download earlier today as I was out and about and I was enjoying my life and hanging out with my girls and just enjoying and vibing with them and them with me and we being in our own individual spirits. One thing that society and one thing that the collective has come upon is this constant and consistent state of complaint, complaining. And I just have to share that the message that spirit really dropped in my being is that when you are in a constant state of complaint and complaining, all that means and all that says is that you're not happy about a particular thing, but you're also equally not willing to get uncomfortable to shift yourself, to shift that particular thing or things or situations or circumstances, people, whatever it is, you're not willing to let yourself be uncomfortable in a healthy way, shifting yourself in a healthy way to make that situation no longer an issue, a problem, those people, those things. You would rather stay in the midst of the bullshit and complain about the bullshit And allow yourself to now subject yourself into the mindset of being a victim. And saying, oh, it's them. It's they. It's that thing. And it's causing me this great uh, discomfort. And you're discrediting everything and everyone around you. and, and, And even yourself. And you can't see nothing and all you see is dark and negative, low vibrational illusions because you can't even see the good things that is happening around you that is evolving. But you won't directly see the great in the greatness. You won't allow yourself to shift your alignment to see the light because all you want to be is in the stagnant. And Spirit said that's not okay. It is unhealthy. It is negative. And it breeds nothing but the things that you complain and you whine and you cry about. And that's not okay. I'm grateful to say that that was something that even myself had to climb up out of. 
from last year. That's why for me, 2023, I'm not whining, I'm not crying, I'm not boohooing, I'm not nothing. I'm outside. (laughs) I have done all that I can and I've created all that I could. And now it's time to stimulate myself. Now it's time to live. It's time to breathe. It's time to be. It's time to everything. It is spring. Okay. It is spring and it's time to let our roots be rooted and our plants be planted and our blooms to bloom and to blossom and to shine and to smell good and to be present and be out here and be seen and be heard, you know? And I am so grateful for this moment to do so. Because when I am quiet and I am in my cocoon and I am molting and I am molding and I am just crushed and crunched and tight and just going through all the different types of motions of death and rebirth and death and rebirth and death and rebirth again over and over and over just for these very moments to be and to breathe I'm gonna be and I'm gonna breathe and I'm gonna be out here and I'm gonna be happy and I'm gonna be living my life and I'm gonna be doing me and I am encouraging everybody I'm getting ready to move out of this experience it is the very beginning of April it's the second and I'm going to be in a new era I am going to be in a new environment where now the environment matches my spirit and my conjure and my magic. And now I can amplify and amplicate more. I can build and grow more. I can do more. And that is what I am the most the fuck grateful for. So with that being said, y'all... I am so grateful and I just wanted to share that the light is shining brightly, peeking through at the end of the tunnel. And I'm getting ready to walk through and experience all this sunlight and all the sunshine and all this love from the universe. And it is 444 Eastern Standard Time, my time, a.m. in the morning. And that is my binary code, my magic, and I'm loving it. And I'm giving thanks to my spirit, my spirit team, everything, everyone that surrounds me spiritually, energetically, in so many supportive ways because it's up from here. I told y'all I would keep y'all updated. It's happening. Thank y'all for listening in. This is Deliciously Lavish. And I'll be back again for the next update. Stay tuned. Be well.